It's a hectic and busy time of the year, is it not, brothers and sisters? Certainly that time of the year where we might look for a little peace in our lives. Peace in the sense that we want a little less clutter, we want a little less activity, maybe a little less noise, maybe a little less to do. I know that for myself, lots of times when I think about praying for peace or wishing for peace, like in my own personal situation, it might look a lot like, oh, having some time to myself to, to contemplate, to pray, to just think or, or, or de-stress, whatever the case might be. It, <laughs> you, you might dream, dream of a, a hammock on a, on a Caribbean island somewhere or something like that, just you and your thoughts. But today, the church asks us to focus on true peace, the peace that can bring peace regardless of what's going on in our lives. Not circumstance, but, but the peace that can bring us to, to a state of God's grace in our lives regardless of what's going on around us, not allowing anything else to affect that peace. And that is truly a unique gift from, from Christ, it's a, from the Prince of Peace himself. It's a unique gift from the Holy Spirit. We have two different examples of two men in the readings today, in the first reading from Isaiah, and then uh, St. Joseph in our gospel reading, uh, in, in terms of how they handled what could have been a very stressful situation in their life, and no doubt was on, on certain levels. We see with, um, with uh, King Ahaz and the, the, the account in Isaiah, he's dealing with a situation where there are these two kingdoms that want to obliterate Jerusalem. He, they, they literally want to come in and destroy him. He's a little worried about that, and rightfully so. It's certainly something to think about and try to figure out. God is telling him through his prophet Isaiah, do not fear. In fact, God says to him before the account that we read today, he says to Isaiah, his heart needs to be put at rest. Tell him not to fear. And God, to, to accomplish this, offers him the most grandiose of of uh, signs. In fact, he tells Ahaz, you call your shot, basically. Tell me what sign I can provide for you to show you that I am present to you and this is going to work out. And we see Ahaz seems to be a little bit into himself, perhaps taking himself and his problems too seriously and not giving them up to God when he denies God's request and says, I'm, I'm not going to tempt my Lord. I won't do that. So, God gave him a sign, a beautiful sign that is a sign to us yet today. That is the virgin birth, a baby being born of, of the Virgin Mary and being named Emmanuel. God is with us. What a beautiful name. God is with us. Just that name should bring peace into our hearts, shouldn't it? Now we look at St. Joseph. Joseph here, that Here's a man that found the woman he loved. He's planning his life. They're getting things together. There, it was, they were in the stage of their form of engagement at that point in time, a very serious stage of marriage. And Mary becomes pregnant. You can imagine the stress that Joseph felt. And Joseph being a righteous, kind-hearted man of God, he was very, he, very concerned about the law and following the law, but he did it with compassion. I thought that was a beautiful side point. He followed the law, but he did it with compassion and he did it with love for Mary. He didn't want to cause Mary problems or, or further burden her or shame her. This was a very serious set of cir circumstances looking at it externally in that society. So a sign was given to St. Joseph. Everything's going to be okay. The Son of God is coming. And we see Joseph did not take himself too seriously. 
He did not let his problems overwhelm him. He, he allowed that peace, that peace from the, the Prince of Peace, from Emmanuel, God is with us. He allowed it to permeate his heart in that, that, that intense circumstance that he found himself in. And what was the result? God's will was done. God was able to come into the world through, through the assistance of Joseph and Mary, and the salvation story was born. How beautiful. What a great example for us, because we certainly do. There's, there's a lot more going on for all of us, obviously, than preparing for, for uh, the secular celebration of Christmas, and, and that certainly brings a lot this time of the year. The world begs us to go the opposite of peace, to, like, to, to deal with with all this chaos it, as the Prince of Peace approaches us. But we're asked to do something more. We're asked to focus on the beautiful gift of peace, which is why here on this fourth Sunday, the church in her beautiful wisdom has us focus on peace, the candle representing peace that, that the uh, loving family brought forth for us today. So it's what a wonderful thing and an interesting thing that we're asked to consider just this short week before Christmas. Brothers and sisters, we, we talk about this a lot. We, there are a roster of things that we have to rob us of peace in our lives. We all have things we have to deal with. It, 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 the, the list is long. It can be illness. It can be financial. It can be family discord. It can be problems with a friend. It can be problems at work. It can be death. All of these things to, that, that, that potentially rob us of our peace and challenge us to open our hearts up to God's plan and to allow his peace to permeate. Our community was faced, was and is faced with a, with a, a very um, sobering and challenging situation here during this Advent season. One of our beloved families whose daughter's name is Grace, and many of us have heard about this, she was a delightful, lovely 10-year-old girl, they were faced with something that can certainly rob you of your peace. Here as they're going through the Advent season and trying to do the church activities and probably thinking about what to do for Christmas and preparing and juggling and doing all the things that we do in our life this time of the year and other times as well, they, they found that their daughter was having headaches. Her daughter, their daughter got an MRI and they discovered a tumor. Uh, obviously, this was a scary situation for the family and for their extended family. We here at St. Margaret Mary in the school community and the church community. And the, the good news is the tumor was operated on, removed, and is benign. So everything, everything moves forward, thanks be to God. Grace still has challenges in front of her and work to do, and so does her family. But I bring this up because of I saw for myself personally, I think we were all witnesses to it that, that are aware of the situation. We saw Christ's peace in action here. The, the way the family and Grace herself responded to the situation. I know Grace came home for a little bit before she had her surgery and what did she do? She baked cookies for her doctors and for the medical staff. This is who she is. This is the, the peace of Christ at work. Her family made comments such as, all you would hear when you talk to the family and you're thinking, hey, I, I hope, hopefully you can say something encouraging, you found yourself encouraged because they pointed out that God is everywhere. God is so good. God is in everything. They, they saw all, all of the beauty of God's peace in their lives in the midst of this terrible adversity. And we see things are, are as we say, moving in the right direction, thank goodness. 
It was also very encouraging and refreshing and humbling for me personally to witness the, the beautiful support, the peace of Christ that this church community and school community brought to the table in this situation. Christ rallying around a family, Christ rallying around a family through his beloved people here. And that, isn't that what we do? We receive the peace of Christ through the gifts that he gives us, predominantly through the sacraments. And then we become that peace, hopefully. We become more Christ-like. We, we take in the true presence into our, our bodies and lives, and then we have the gift of going out and sharing it with the world, sharing it with one another. How beautiful we become what we consume in the Holy Eucharist and in the, in, and in the things that we experience through the sacraments. Then we go out and share it with our brothers and sisters all the time, but especially at the toughest times, we get to be instruments of that peace as St. Francis prayed to be so, so many years ago. And I'd just like to, another thing I would like to really focus in on, because I, I don't know if I personally do that enough, the response of the children, of the young people in this community. I know that you come here sometimes with your parents and you know, lots of times we talk about adult concerns and adult things and that sort of thing, but the peace of Christ is for you and in you in such a special way. And the, the, the way you showed your support for, for your beautiful sister Grace through this situation and the way you continue to, what a life-giving, beautiful thing. It, what, the, the, the peace of Christ is in good hands with our young people. And always in your hearts, remember that the peace of Christ is there for you. There is absolutely nothing, brothers and sisters, whether we be young people, whether we be a little bit older, whatever the case might be, there's absolutely nothing that could not be overcome by the peace of Christ. We may not always be thrilled with the result that we see at that point in time, but still, God, will, God has us. God has us in the palm of his hand if we allow him to. So we continue to come together, and especially at this time of the year, when we, hear, when we, when we prepare for Emmanuel, God with us, to come into our lives once again as a young child. And he will come bearing gifts, brothers and sisters. When we go through something tough, and every one of us is going through something tough, I would assume at this point in time in this room, every one of us has something that weighs heavily on us that we have to deal with. But when, when we do deal with it, when we allow Christ to come into our lives as he will in a special way at Christmas in one short week, magnificent things happen. We get to know him in a different way because even in the brokenness of the situation, when we see Christ enter that situation, giving us the gifts of peace, love, joy, hope to deal with that situation, we get to know Christ in a whole new beautiful way that we might not have known him before. So even in the tough circumstances, if we allow the peace of Christ to permeate our lives, and we share it, and we become instruments of that peace with our brothers and sisters, magnificent things will happen. There's no doubt about it. God promises it. And we can put our heads on our pillows at night knowing that God holds us in the palm of his hand. So as we move forward, let us keep the, the Prince of Peace in our hearts. Let us open our hearts and minds to him. And remember another interesting thing that Matthew did. I thought it was something I never really caught before, but, you know, in, in the Gospel of Luke, Luke talks about the Annunciation as it concerns Mary. The angel comes and tells Mary what's going to happen. She's going to conceive a child and, and by the Holy Spirit, etc. Matthew does the Annunciation, he, he presents the Annunciation as it affects Joseph. 
And it's interesting when the, the, the word Emmanuel is used, God is with us, Matthew does something very, very neat, I think. At the end of Matthew, he bookends it. He talks about God being with us and coming into our lives at Christmas time. But then the very last words in Matthew that Christ says to his people, we have that famous exhortation to go out and make disciples of people of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then what does he say? I am with you till the end of the age. I'm with you always. Indeed, Emmanuel, God with us, but not temporarily, not just on Christmas morning, always in light, in light of anything we're dealing with, anything going on in our lives, God is with us always until the end of the age. Amen.